hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope everybody's having an absolutely blessed, safe day today, as always. And again, I've encouraged a lot of my friends and family over the last couple days now that there's certain things that are going on behind the scenes that are being done specifically to try to, how should I say, promote fear in the heart of man. And that's exactly what they're designed to do. And I've encouraged people to not follow things, nor to become susceptible to those things. We have a lot of things that are going to be happening in the next couple months. You can see it on the wall. You can see the writing. It's not hard to figure out. They're showing us here very clearly that they are going to control the narrative as much as possible, and they're going to continue to push their lies and misinformation. Perfect example now. The Pfizer CEO, Albert Borla, the man who's unbelievably wealthy now, multi-billionaire CEO of Pfizer, has found COVID to be one of the most successful productive things that ever has occurred for Pfizer Pharmaceuticals. He came out yesterday and said, they're criminals because they've literally cost millions of lives. And you go, what's he talking about? What's he referring to? He's blatantly saying, and he says very clearly, anybody that spreads misinformation on our COVID vaccines are criminals And they're criminals because they have literally cost millions of lives. He said life for many can go back to normal once the unvaccinated get vaccinated. And that there's a group of people that are purposefully circulating misinformation on the Pfizer injections, misleading those who are already hesitant about getting vaccinated. Now, what's funny about this, and this is kind of comical, this is coming from a man who stands to make tens of billions of dollars with the injections of little children of RNA gene therapy that's completely experimental. And dad sent me a video yesterday, very, very short clip, and I didn't even think about this before, and it just it hit me in the face. I watched the video a couple times, and you get the gist of it really quick. And it's a lady. And she said, you know, we've been hearing you get the shot or you don't work. You get the shot or you're terminated. You get the shot or you have to get a religious exemption and jump through hoops and wear a mask and get tested every week and have your sinus cavity penetrated every week. Or you get the shot. She goes, when's the last time you heard a comment about you have to get the shot? or you're no longer getting your welfare subsidy. You get the shot, or you're not getting your housing subsidy. You get the shot, or you're not getting your Wiccan SNAP program to give you free food every month. Oh, wait. That's right. Nobody said that. Actually, not a single person's even implied that on mainstream media. Not a single person and the administration has even made a comment about that. Wait a minute. Wait, let's hold on a second. So I'm working 50, 60 hours a week, 
trying to feed my family and pay my bills and keep overhead covered, and I've got to get an injection against my will or else I can't do that anymore. But if I go on welfare and I go on government subsidy and I go on WIC and SNAP and I get free everything because I don't want to work, that's fine. I don't have to get shot then. Does anybody else see the contradiction there? The working class, the middle class, the people that make up the bulk of the economy are required to get injected against their will or they can't function. But everybody else in society, no, that's, that's totally cool, man. You, you don't have to worry about that. Don't, don't, no, you don't, 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 don't let that fret with you. You don't have to, you don't have to be bothered by that. It's funny. 6,000 White House employees exempt. 120,000 Johnson and Johnson employees. They've now said they're exempt. No, no shots for Johnson and Johnson employees. How they're getting passed out with OSHA? I know, I know not how. 2,500 Pfizer employees. They're exempt. 1,500 Moderna employees. They've now said they're exempt. The CDC? Oh, that's 15,000 of them. You heard Lewinsky the other day. Walensky. She doesn't even know how many people have been injected when she was asked. The CDC is not mandating it. They're a federal agency. They're not mandating the shot at all. Oh, the FDA, but they're not mandated either. The Postal Service, not mandated either. Oh, the immigrants and illegal aliens and Afghans that are coming in here, no, there's been no mandate for them. OSHA's not worried about them whatsoever. They're getting free money for the next two years from the Fed. So parents, children, pregnant women, workers, middle class, we're the ones who get hit in the face with the club. Does anybody else see the contradiction there? If it was such an issue after two years, why in the world wouldn't it be a 100% mandate across the board? I got an email from a good customer and listener. He works with CSX, which is the railway system in the whole like southeast, CSX everywhere. We have Railroad tracks all over Auburn now. It's an old Orange Grove town. So we have railroads run through here every day, all day, through Florida. One of the most – probably one of the most cheapest, cost-effective ways to transport, transport goods in the country because you can transport huge amounts of product, coal, containers, people, railways. They're super efficient. He said, going against Ron DeSantis' guidance, even after the federal mandate has now been stuck in the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals, which I'll bring that up here in a second, and over 20 states are suing the federal government, CSX now, the railway, is now pushing jabs or jobs. He said, there are rumors that hundreds, if not thousands of us, like-minded railroaders at CSX and Norfolk Southern, the two class one railroads east of the Mississippi River, River, who either have already recovered from the virus or now have a strong immunity, simply will not cave over this unreasonable fear. He said they will without a doubt impact the already struggling supply chain, as they have told us. We'll be fired from our jobs in the next few months. We are mandated to get the shot, no exceptions especially if eastern ports begin taking up the slack from the overwhelmed western ports. I want to bring this information to your attention. As we're now seeing, this will affect the economies and job markets of 23 states in which CSX operates as there are not enough railroad 
railroad workers already as there is, and they're talking about firing them. Now, what's interesting, you know, we heard for a couple of years, Trump's a fascist, Trump's a dictator, Trump's going to do all this stuff. Trump did a lot of stuff that I didn't approve of. He did a few things that I did agree with. I did support him in the very beginning. But it's interesting, the tweets that I have now seen about we'll never get a shot that's untested. The Trump test, the Trump vaccine is unacceptable, will never submit. When out the White House this week has said businesses should move forward immediately with vaccine mandates, despite the federal appeals court putting a temporary halt to the rules. White House Deputy Press Secretary Karen Jean Pierre said people should not wait. <laughs> they should continue to move forward and make sure they're getting the workplace vaccinated. Well, contrary to her BS opinion, the moron that she is, is apparently she doesn't like to go through the judicial system. The U.S. Court of Appeals in the Fifth Circuit halted the requirements over the weekend pending review, writing that the petitions give cause to believe that there is a grave statutory and constitutional issue with this mandate. Attorney generals in Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, South Carolina, Utah, and numerous other companies have also requested the pause. They argue that the requirements exceed the authority of OSHA, and they amount to an unconstitutional delegation of power to the executive branch by Congress. The administration claimed that the pausing the requirements would likely cause hundreds of lives per day as the virus spreads. Hate to tell them, there is no virus spreading anymore. It's November 2021. We've been in this for two years now. Why are we mandating a vaccine that doesn't work two years after a virus was shown? When's the last time you remember having to get tested for the flu to fly on a plane? When's the last time you remember getting tested for strep throat to travel somewhere? The answer is never. Never. It hasn't happened. The attorney generals in at least 26 states have challenged the unconstitutional vaccine testing requirements and mandates. That's why the Fifth Circuit Appeals Court Put a halt to it. David Vladek, a professor of law at Georgetown University, said there's a high probability this will end up in the Supreme Court and everybody needs to hold on before this goes further. OSHA, however, has said they developed the vaccine testing requirements under emergency authority that they're allowed to do to shortcut the process to issue workplace safety standards, which normally takes years. OSHA, the authority to act quickly in an emergency where the agency finds that workers are subjected to a grave danger and a new standard is necessary to protect them. Well, I hate to be the burden of bad news, OSHA, but you're a day late and a dollar short. Two years now, you're deciding to put a vaccine mandate in when literally the vast majority of the population has either already been infected and recovered or died or has an immunity as well, but we're going to push a mandate out now. My friends, I got a phone call from a good friend of mine, Dr. Mideast. I can't tell you where he works at. He's asked me not to. He works with multiple nursing homes, and he called me up yesterday. He was pretty flustered. He said, listen, he said they're talking about removing all Medicare and Medicaid 
financial incentives and payments to all nursing homes. If every single person in the nursing home, including employees, is not injected by the OSHA mandate on January 4th. He went on to say as well that there is a very prominent child pediatric hospital out in the Midwest. I can't tell you the name of it. He said that they have brought in the shot almost immediately, almost immediately after it was approved. He said, which from a logistic standpoint is physically impossible. You don't approve a shot on October 31st, and all of a sudden you're rolling it out across every single state by November 3rd. He said it's physically impossible. The logistics were already in place. The shots were already in place. The needles were already in place. Everything was in place when the FDA gave an emergency use approval. He said that one of the pediatric hospitals that has started injecting their children last week he said has seen a 200% increase in ER admits every single day. There are dozens of children now that are coming to the pediatric hospital with heart conditions, with all types of immune issues. He said the main one's the heart. He said the heart's having a serious problem with these shots, whatever it is, whatever's in it. It's causing mass inflammation. The myocarditis, the pericarditis that's happening to these children is not a joke. Five, six, seven, eight-year-olds should not be having pericarditis. That is not normal, my friends. There is something happening right now, and they're coming after the kids. And again, it is our duty to get this information out there as fast as we can, as much as we can, to try to help these kids and wake parents up as much as we can to say, hey, listen, ask a question. Even as much as I dislike Matthew McConaughey, he goes out publicly and says, I will not inject my children with this shot, no matter the mandate. There is too much testing that needs to be done with this injection, and nobody knows what it's going to do to these kids. And he's spot on with that. I rarely ever agree with him. What do you think, Dan? I think that was one of the best intros you've ever done, Also, That was phenomenal. I mean, just absolutely phenomenal. Uh, you know... You've said so much, and you're right. The kids are dropping all over the country and being admitted into hospitals, and some of them are actually dying with anaphylactic shock immediately after the vaccines. And I saw this uh, tweet yesterday that some little girl, she lied about her four-year-old little girl's, uh, you know, birthday, so she get a shot because she's only four. And she goes, okay, one down, three more to go. She has four children, and she was all excited that she was able to manipulate a shot for the five, for the, for the four-year-old. And, you know, another one I saw yesterday with a woman who basically had a 28-year-old girl, and she ended up dying from the shot, and the girl was a Ph.D. in physical therapy. And, and an alternative news agency did a whole story on it back in February, almost a year ago now, and the mother threatened them with basically a lawsuit for the fact that they had told the truth about her daughter and how she had died because, you know, it was not fair to the family because they had not released the information. And now the mother's releasing the information saying that everything that was said was true. So all of this stuff is happening around us, you know, at warp speed right now. I guess that's why they're calling it Operation Warp Speed. They should call it Operation Kill Shot, a warp speed to the death, I guess. And it's all from Donald Trump. But now let me give Donald Trump a break here. Just give you a break. He ain't in charge. He never was in charge. Okay. And I'm going to talk about that right now. And what we have to realize is let's just take a look real quick at Biden's nominee. This is so important. Biden's nominee, <laughs> Saul Amaro Varro. Okay, we talked about her a few weeks ago, 
And uh, she basically is now saying that she wants to bankrupt the U.S. oil, coal, and gas industries. Uh, lest you need any more proof of the unrelenting wave of catastrophes of problems brought on by the Kabbalists in charge. Now we're getting the communist unrestricted warfare to destroy the U.S. economic system. And Joe Biden's nominee for U.S. Treasury Office of Comptroller of the Currency is Soviet-born Lenin Award-winning scholar from Moscow State University, Soli Amarova. Where her thesis was Karl Marx's economic analysis of the theory of revolution in Das Kapital. You can't make this up. In 1991, she moved to the United States where she received a PhD, of course she did, in political science from the University of Wisconsin and a Juris Doctorate from Northwestern University, Pritzker School of Law. And at the University of Wisconsin, she defended her thesis, the political economy of oil in a post-Soviet Pakistan. Yesterday, in a Zoom call, call meeting of the Omara emerged at her flat. Yesterday, a Zoom call meeting emerged of her flat out stating that the Biden administration purposely intends to use the Treasury Department to bankrupt the smaller oil, coal, and natural gas companies in the name of climate change. And it's like Austin said earlier. He said, suddenly, everybody who has a job has to take a kill shot unless you're exempt by a federal agency. Now, let's stop for one second. The economic engine is not run by federal agencies. Federal agencies rely on tax dollars. That's exactly economic. (laughs) (laughs) I knew that would get Austin's attention. The federal government relies on tax dollars from me and you, the working Americans in the United States, to pay the post office, to pay the Everybody that's basically at the FDA or the CDC, these are all government agencies that rely on federal money and money from tax dollars in order to exist. But rather, they're taking me and you. We don't get food stamps, and we basically work our butts off 60, 70 hours a week sometimes in order to earn a living for our families. They're telling us that we have to take the shot, but we are the only ones pulling the cart All of these federal agencies are riding in the cart, and they don't get that. But, of course, they do get that, don't they? They want to overload the system with this welfare state. Now, what's interesting about this is even the Daily Mail has come out. and They said how Biden's Soviet-born currency comptroller was born in a yurt and went on to become a leader in the young communists. That she still owes her basically, and that she is basically the president of Joe Biden's Soviet-born comptroller of currency. I'm going to print all this stuff up because there's so much information here. I'm trying to cover a lot of stuff here at once, but I wanted to start with that. She's going to destroy the gold, coal, coal, coal and oil industry. And one of the quickest ways to do that is the bulk of the coal in the United States is moved by train, you know, and barge. And so what we're going to have here is a whole bunch of trains shutting down now, stopping the movement of coal and the unbelievable increase in costs of electricity and the incredible reduction of productivity of the United States because we're shutting down the supply chains. This is exactly what happened in Germany in 1933 when Samuel Untermeyer, a Zionist Jew, got on WABC in New York and said that they were boycotting the Jews were through their supply chains, all goods and services coming out of Germany, which caused unbelievably hatred, unbelievable hatred towards the Jews in Germany. 
Just thought I'd mention that. Five years later, we had Kristallnacht, in which the leadership of Germany then turned the German people against the Jewish merchants, which he should never have done because they were basically uninvolved in this in that international boycott and had them ransack the stores and break the windows. And it was called Kristallnacht, the breaking of glass. And guys, listen to me. All of this stuff is set up for us to understand from a, how should I say, from a religious standpoint. Look what just happened now at Astro World. This is the lead, one of the lead stories on drugs today. Astro World fallout. Exorcists and demonologists break down the satanic influence of Travis Scott's deadly concert. Wait a minute. Yeah. Exorcists and demonology experts broke down for the Daily Caller the demonic activity. In the aftermath of last Friday's tragic Astroworld Festival, social media users on Twitter and TikTok shared videos and theories speculating the concert from hell resulted in demonic activity. The imagery Travis Scott projects, whether he does it for commercial reasons or intentionally, is certainly projects satanic imagery and satanic practice. This is what Father John Sazza, an exorcist of the Catholic Diocese in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, told the Daily Caller. He said that it's possible that Travis Scott summoned up demons. It ain't possible he did it. But it's pure speculation. No, it's not. Even if he summoned demons unwilling, he did not. He did it willingly. He opened the door. Here we go. And they just took advantage of it. The Harrisburg exorcist also printed, pointed to reports that some festival attendees were needle spiked with opioids. All right. Now, you know, I mean, think about what they're doing here. I mean, Travis Scott says here's another text right on the article, soul to soul to the devil. And Astroworld was a blood sacrifice and he took eight innocent lives to pledge his allegiance to the occult elite. Okay, this is, goes on and on and on and on. Now, you say, well, why are you covering this stuff this morning? We already talked about this yesterday. Nope. We're going to go another step now, another step further. Well, now we got to go to Jeffrey Epstein, and we got to realize what he's doing now. Because and here's why I'm here. Here's how I'm tying this link together. In, in 1666, Sabatain Zevi declared himself to be the Messiah for the Jewish nation, but he was the antithesis of that. He was the person who said we have to make everything evil in order to bring this serpent god back on the planet, because he was a Kabbalist. His name's Serpent God's name Einstein. We've talked about that before. And so he decided he had to make everything inverted in the United States, everything upside down in order to, quote, unquote, bring their God back. hundred years later, this movement was picked up by Jacob Frank, who brought the Rothschild banking cartel into the satanic movement. And then that culminated with Woodrow Wilson being blackmailed by Samuel Untermeyer to bring us the Federal Reserve Act and getting us into World War One and – bring in the Schofield Bible on national forefront to basically defang the Christians to make him think Israel had to be a state in order for the world to continue and for the rapture to occur and for Christians to be able to have Jesus come back and go to heaven. That's what they did. Okay, They complete and total lie of the Schofield Reference Bible. Then the same group that brought us the Schofield Reference Bible, these Kabbalists who did the Sabbatine Zevi and Jacob Frank, they came in and they did the Russian Revolution with Stalin and with Lenin and with Marx. They saw they couldn't overrun Germany and the United States. They established the Frankfurt School as a group think tank to figure out how to bring cultural Marxism into Germany and into the United States. And now we have a cultural Marxist here, Treasury Secretary, you know, Currency Secretary or whatever the heck she is. So all of this stuff is happening by the same group of Rothschild satanic Kabbalists who run and run, who control the world's money supply via their central banks, who now have decided to shut down the coal and gas industries 
to collapse the economy even further and shut down more supply lines because they saw how effective that was in Germany in 1933. You shut down supply lines, people get food via tractor-trailer delivered to their grocery store anymore. They don't get raw materials to build cars or anything else they're trying to build. And they shut down the velocity of money. They shut down the weak economic world engine. I talked about this almost two years ago now. I said the only people that had enough power to shut down the global economic world engine were the international bankers because they could control the flow of currency. Now let's run into Jeffrey Epstein. They had to find a way, and Jeffrey Epstein was a Mossad agent. He worked for Israel, who's controlled by Rothschild. It's a fiefdom of Israel is a fiefdom of the Rothschild banking empire. Jeffrey Epstein had to find a way, and so did the Mossad, so did the Rothschilds, to blackmail our congressmen and our judges. High probability, and this is what they've always they've been ruling this repeatedly now, that the employers and the government can do whatever they want to do as far as the COVID jabs. This is from the Supreme Court, the Supreme Court now, who's completely and totally compromised. Because Jeffrey Epstein realized that if you put an adult male or an adult female into a room with a small child and have them rape them or have sex with them, sometimes unknowingly because the 16-year-old girl looks like she was 25 years old, and you get them on videotape, you basically got them by the throat, and you can tell them what to do, and they're going to do it. That's what he did. He got them with whores. He got them with prostitutes. He got them with you know, call boys and call girls and all the other stuff. Okay, So he works for Mossad, controlled by Israel, controlled by the Rothschild banking cartel. Let me read you this, how the Epstein – I'm posting this at the Health Masters – how the Epstein saga connects to almost every aspect of the worldwide conspiracy. The Epstein saga continues with new information arising weekly, even daily. It keeps shining the light on the audacious pedophilia, sex trafficking, and blackmail operation run by the disappeared Jeffrey Epstein. The Epstein saga is astonishing. Like a, is, 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 is astonishing. It's like an octopus or a giant squid. It has tentacles in so many aspects of the worldwide conspiracy, including pedophilia, child sex trafficking, high finance, intelligence agency, drug running, the Mossad, mysterious wealth, blackmail, including Bill Clinton, Donald Trump, Bill Richardson, top elite figures, Prince Andrew Windsor, top celebrities, Kevin Spacey, Courtney Love, as well-known public figures, Richard Branson, Alan Dershowitz, Israel, Zionism, surveillance, software, Promius. Various national governments, mind control cults, secret societies, think tanks, eugenics, transhumanism, and artificial intelligence, including Satanism. <laughs> okay, and, and you just start looking at this stuff and you start going, what the heck? Now, I'm not going to read you this whole article because it really doesn't matter because I'm going to post it on the Health Masters website. But then we have to go back to the black magic Satanism because now I've tied all the pieces together for you. I started it in 1666 and I put all the links. It's the black magic Satanists, this ruling class of elite witches and warlocks and wizards, the same ones who insisted on the human sacrifice and the eating of their children with ancient Israel to bail Moloch into Asherah, the same ones who got God Almighty, the great I am, so angry that he scattered Israel, had the temple burned down and destroyed the country of Israel and had these guys sold off into slavery. Now, I'm going to say this. <laughs> God doesn't like it when you kill your kids. It really ticks him off. You know, and he's an omnipresent, omnipotent, omniscient God that has emotions. <laughs> if you don't believe that, read the Old Testament. It is best to walk circumspectly with him and with great reverence and basically be careful what you say to God. Be careful how you act around God and be careful how you 
relate to the scripture because God is omnipresent. We're going to talk about it tomorrow in depth. That means he's the same yesterday, today, and forever because he's in yesterday, today, and forever. And what it means by omnipresent, it doesn't mean that part of him is in the book of Genesis and Part of him is in the book of Revelation. It means all of him is in all places and at all times and in all timelines at once. He doesn't change the same yesterday, today, and forever. He hates sacrificing your children to Baal, Moloch, and Asherah just as much right now as he did yesterday or 2,000 years ago because he is already back 2,000 years ago and he's already 2,000 years in the future. He is omnipresent. He sees it at once. He's not fickle. He doesn't change. That's why I've told you guys so many times when the word of God says you do a certain thing a certain way, you do it. If someone else says to you a different way, it's not lining up with the word of God, you don't do it. <laughs> you don't do it. It's like praying imprecatory prayers over people as a Christian. You don't do it. Though so many people want to do it. They want to curse people in Jesus' name. It's ludicrous. It's completely against the word of God as far as the New Testament is concerned. Now, let's jump back with this black magic Satanist stuff. They rule the world, not the politicians, not the bankers, not the military heads. And what we have to realize is this. Look at the quote from Edgar Hoover when he said the individual is handicapped by coming face to face with a conspiracy so monstrous he cannot believe it actually exists. Like magic, this group of Satanists who have controlled the planet through the ancient Canaanite religions for the past 4,000, 5,000, 6,000 years since the days of Noah and before that are still doing everything that we're seeing right here. Klaus Schwab. Is their head guy right now as far as what he's doing. Now, is he the top warlock or wizard? Probably not. We probably don't see those people. But this is the force that rules the modern world. So it is the satanic black magicians that constitute the true controllers of the world, at least in the human earthly realm. The satanic black magicians pull the strings, not the politicians. Corporate bosses, military heads, intelligence chiefs, or even international bankers, although they all pay a role in this. The satanic black magicians do this. The New World Order elite fulfill a hidden role and an outer, more respectable public role, while many satanic black magicians are also businessmen and bankers and lawyers and judges and presidents, etc. Their true ruling power comes from Satanism and the twisted use of humanity's creative power through black magic, which they use in their secular roles in society. Remember the saying of the Chinese sage Lao Tus, who said that the symbols rule the world, not rules or laws. Symbols communicate at a deeper level than words because they are decoded by the right intuitive brain, whereas words are decoded by the left logical brain. Symbols are able to penetrate more deeply into our subconscious, which is why the elite are so obsessed with their occult opera corporate and governmental logos of red crosses, rising suns, all-seeing eyes, pyramids, 666, the rings of Saturn, inverted pyramids. This is why at that concert, it was all about the pyramids, portals, inverted everything to bring people to the other side of basically death or life so they can be taken to the other side and tortured by these entities. Just giving you an update on what happened at the concert. Likewise, black magic rules the world through governments and corporations who attempt to rule the world, but they basically have to answer to their black magic overlords, which is why when Linda Forrester Rothschild calls a meeting of the top 100 CEOs in the world, she suddenly has everybody on a conference call because she tells them what she wants them to do. Now, we have to understand that all of this stuff 
is what is happening to the world as we see it. Look at Bohemian Grove, Skull and Bronze, the other secret societies. And all of these groups of people are doing all of these sick stuff and basically being involved in the satanic stuff. Look at, look at, look at, you know, Bush and Kerry who had avoided talking about Skull and Bones where they were on the meat, on meat the press. And then suddenly Tim Russer dies. Oh yeah. How about Kubrick with the eyes wide shut and the secret elite rituals of human sacrifice? This is what's going on right now. At the heart of this thing is demonic possession. And we have to understand something. Since the world is made of energy, not really solid matter, and since energy moves in waves which have frequencies, these rituals are designed to entrain the energetic biofrequencies of the participants with that of the other dark entities. So there's a vibrational match or resonance lock so that an exchange of information can take place. And we have to understand this is how they become demonically possessed. This is why we have so many missing, missing children. How about Jimmy Savelle? What a sick pervert he was working with the royal family, with Madonna. All of this stuff is based on this. And if we understand that these gods are running the planet through this, through the ancient Canaanite religions, it suddenly goes, wow, it makes sense. But remember, these entities, these demons, whenever they come into you like they did in that concert last week with the guy who was singing – they continually demand more and more and more and more from you. And if you don't give them more and more, then what ends up happening is they take your life. You either commit suicide or we talked about it the other day. Your Hollywood career is crashed and you no longer are asked to be in movies. So as you go higher up the Hollywood chain, you have to participate in these <laughs> black magic ceremonies and many times the ritualistic killing of children. And if you're not willing to do that, then you suddenly get basically tossed to the curb and you no longer irrelevant or you die in a bathtub full of water, which is another satanic ritual like Whitney Houston did. And do we need to continue and talk about Elvis or all of the people, Jimi Hendrix or Janis Joplin and all of them after they had been used up or they were no longer effective anymore? They find them with a needle in their arm or overdosed on drugs or drowned in a bathtub. It goes on and on and on. So we have to understand this, this group. That runs the world. Now, whether we want to believe it or not, doesn't make one bit of difference. They also control almost every major Protestant religion church in the United States, including the Catholic Church. So, oh, come on, Ted. Nope, read the book. Operation Gladio, the unholy alliance between the Vatican, the CIA, and the mafia by Dr. Paul Williams. Brilliant man. We've had him on the show multiple times to be interviewing him. He's a great guy. I really like this guy. And he's done an excellent job on these different books that he's written. Here's a perfect article. Pope, Pope, the Pope, the Catholic Pope, P-O-P-E, who's basically a, a known Kabbalist, Luciferian communist. He is teaming up with the Guardians of Global Wealth. What, 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 is, what does that mean? Well, it's just brand new. Brand new article this morning. A historic, a historic new council, listen to this, of the world's largest investment businesses and leaders, including BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard, and the Vatican, was launched on the Vatican on the Feast of the Immaculate Conception. Inspired by the moral imperative of all faiths, this is that same thing I talked about Billy Graham yesterday, who wants the ecumenical movement. The council invites companies of all sizes to harness the potential of the private sector to build a fair, more inclusive, sustainable economic foundation of the world. The council is led by a core group of global leaders known as the Guardians for Inclusive Capitalism, including Lynn DeForester Rothschild. Guys, I can't make it up. Linda Forrester Rothschild, the founder of the council, 
listen to that, the founder of this council and the managing partner of the Inclusive Capital Partners said, capitalism has created enormous global prosperity but has left too many people behind, led the degradation of our planet, and it not widely trusted in society. Whoa. Quote, this council will follow the warning from Pope Francis to listen to the, quote, cry of the earth, the cry of the poor, and answer society's demands for more equitable and sustainable model of growth. They want their stinking old world order back, friends. They want to take everything I've told you today and bring it to the forefront. They're telling you on drudge, this was a satanic ceremony, and they're having exorcists talk about it on drudge. They're not even trying to hide it anymore. They're telling you who they are, what they do, and why they do it. Because they want their stinking Canaanite religion in all the Baal and Asherah and Moloch and Baphomet and Isis and Osiris worship and the killing of children on public display on every street corner in the United States so they can serve their demonic entities and continually sacrifice till the blood runs in the streets from the sacrifices. That's what they want. Where every thought is evil all of the time because these guys are a bunch of sick, low-life weirdos. That's who runs the planet. Now you say, gosh, Ted, you just ripped the Band-Aid off of that. I don't know how to stop anything else besides ripping Band-Aids off. They're injecting our children and killing them now. Wait, what does it take for you to get pissed off? My listeners and all those people who are listening to the show, somebody sent you this audio and you have no idea who we are and why I'm yelling. Why does it take this much to get you angry? Why does it take this much to make you go to your Protestant or your Catholic priest and say, what the heck, bud? Why aren't you talking about this from the pulpit? This ain't okay. Why are you ignoring this? Why does it take this much? Why do I have to fuss like this to snap people tight? I don't know. But all I know is this. I serve the most high God. Great I am. And his name is Jesus. And he is the author. And he is the finisher. And he is the perfecter of our faith. My heart beats for the great I am. And for all of my life and all of my ways. And as long as the show is on the air, it will talk about Jesus. He is the only answer. That's why I told you guys months ago. We don't have a snowball's chance in Florida on black asphalt on August at a 100-degree temperature of surviving on this planet without Jesus. That's why they've come after him in every which way they can. That's why they brought us a Schofield Reference Bible. That's why they infiltrated the Protestant churches with Masonic lodges and the Catholic churches with Masonic lodges. It's all about the destruction of Christianity and killing the white people who believe in Jesus because we're the ones who brought you the Protestant Revolution and we're the ones who've held this show together for almost 2,000 years, and they want the show to stop. They want to go back to the ancient Canaanite ways. They want to have gladiatorial combat. They want to have fighting to the death. They want to have people hanging on crosses. They want it back to the way it was where every thought was evil all of the time. And guys, listen to me. We've got to stand, like it says in the book of Ephesians. We have to put on the armor of God, and no matter what, we've got to stand. And if all else fails, we still got to stand and we got to say no. This is why Austin and I told you a year and a half ago, don't wear the masks. It's not going to stop there. I talked to one of my banking friends yesterday. I went to the bank and had to deposit a check. And, and I, I, I was sitting there. She's sitting there with a mask on, no makeup on, unbelievably exhausted from lack of O2. And I looked at her and I said, 
when are they going to stop making you wear masks? Well, they told us we'd have to wear them if we got the injection. <laughs> I started laughing, and I said, you believed them, didn't you? She goes, I did. And I said, it's all over like that. They ain't going to stop. They've shut down the economic world engine to bring in their new world order. This is going to continue. You're going to see death rates this winter beyond belief because of these kill shots. I pray that all of you get vitamin C, D3, K2, zinc, potassium iodine, and you take them every single day. You've got to get your immune system strong because they're going to give us more and more stuff. And remember, this kill shot is damaging by some of these scientists' speculation up to 5% reduction of our immune systems every single month. And they're saying that within a year that our immune systems will be shot. They won't be able to do anything. Well, guess what, guys? It's been close to a year now since they started this. And they want to destroy the population of the planet to their stated goal of 500 million. By the way, there's about 200,000 of these guys on the planet that actually do all this sick stuff with these stupid rituals they do. And they want 2,500 slaves each. <laughs> okay. Do the math. That's 500 million. Think about what they're doing. Think about who runs the planet. And think about Jesus every single day of your life. Because, guys, he is our only hope. Austin, what do you think, bud? Oh, you nailed it spot on. I mean, and this, I know exactly what you're talking about with the banking sector. And I've asked numerous people that question where they're running around. Remember, Publix did this. They told everybody, well, you can, if you get the shot, you don't have to wear the mask anymore. And we changed our mind. You've got to wear the mask even if you get the shot. Guys, it was a play. They played everybody for fools. For fools. And we watched it happen and people are still taking this seriously. Are you joking me right now? Get the shot. You don't have to wear the mask. And we changed our mind. You've got to wear the mask still. I mean, you can't make it up. You couldn't write this better if you were writing a comedy skit. It's right in front of you. Told you I talked to that lady the other day when I was at a luncheon. She goes, well, I just want to get the shot so I can travel to Europe next year. I said, do you think this is going to be the last thing they make you do? Oh, well, that's fine. Once I get the shot, I can travel. I said, do you think that's going to end there? you think it's going to stop? I told you it happened. My mother-in-law, she tried to fly now without a shot all the requirements you got to test here we don't up until 7 30 you'll miss your flights 170 dollars to do a two-minute test now it's a joke guys it's a joke that's not funny it's right in front of everybody's eyes and we're watching now the supply chain shut down the massive inflation. Remember eight, six, eight months ago remember this, inf- this inflation you know it's, it's transitory it's, it's not going to stay around. It's transitory. It's just because of COVID. Then a month later, they go, well, it's, we, we've got, we got small inflation. It's not a big deal, though. It's healthy. That NBC came out yesterday. Here's why inflation is happening and why it's a good thing. They're now telling you that you need to believe that inflation is a good thing. The thing is... Nobody is believing it except for the peasants, the people that are brainwashed. Kraft Heinz just came out yesterday and said they have a full-blown price increase coming in January. This is Kraft Heinz. 
not a company I use, nor do I endorse, but they're a huge, huge company that puts a massive amount of products out. They said their jello and pudding is going up 16% starting in January. Their cool whip is going up 10%. Their craft big bowl mac and cheese, which is like their fake noodle and cheese, is going up 20%. But NBC said it's a good thing, right? It's a good thing everything costs more money because it's, it's good for the economy. What planet do you live on, Market Watch? What planet do you operate on when you start seeing inflationary rates at this level? There are no positives about fuel being $4 a gallon right now and products going up 10, 20, 30%. We're watching it happen in front of us. And this is just the beginning. I told you I talked to that doctor yesterday, one of our good listeners, good friends. He said, bro, he goes, we got a reckoning coming in, in uh, January. I said, do you think so? He said, no, I know so. He goes, we got a reckoning coming. He goes, this is going to be intense. He said, the amount of individuals that are working for these nursing homes, that are working for these assisted living homes, especially in these liberal states, he goes, they're going to walk. So I've already talked to a lot of them. They're going to walk. They're not going to do this anymore. They're going to walk. They've been saving money. They've been stacking stuff aside. They've been investing. They've been making sure they're shielded. Because they're going to walk. And I said, well, you know, we're already going to see a huge market correction at the end of the year because of what's happening with the bumbling buffoon and his tax increases that are going on with capital gains. I talked to another buddy about that. I said, Dude, watch, watch for a sell-off in December. So you're going to see a huge sell-off in December. It's not if, it's is it's going to happen because people aren't going to want to pay the 40% capital gains crap that Bumbling Buffoon's doing. And they're doing this unintentionally. Like Dad said, they're, they know exactly where they're going with this. They know exactly where they're going. They are planning on grenading the economy intentionally to do exactly what they're doing. They know this mandate is going to shove the market force into the ground. They're already planning on it, guys. That's why the United Nations have been called in since 2012 under Obama, that if we have any type of human rights violations that cannot be contained within the United States through sovereign or military or police means, it is the duty of the United Nations to come in and restore law and order and maintain human rights. You can look it up. 2012, if I'm not mistaken, Obama signed it, treaty with the United Nations. They already know where they're going with this. The governor of New York already talked about this. When she came out and said, oh, whoever gets fired will replace them with National Guard members. I hate to tell her, there's not enough National Guard members to fill all the hospitals with doctors and nurses, not even close. This is where they're going with this. This is why I've encouraged everybody. Get prepped for the next couple months. It's going to be intense. It's going to be wild. But it's an interesting time to be alive. There's no question about it. It's not boring whatsoever. Here's a, a lighter note. Dress real quick here. This is why I intentionally tell people, know what you're eating. Don't eat mystery meat. Subway now. 
has been under multiple lawsuits as the Connecticut-based sandwich chain says their tuna salad sandwich is 100% tuna. Well, two ladies filed a lawsuit and hired an attorney. The attorney did the same thing they did, except he did it on a more sophisticated scale. He bought multiple tuna sandwiches from Subway and sent them to an independent laboratory test. They found the sandwich filler was not tuna and not fish. The resulting lawsuit alleged that Subway's tuna was a mixture of various concoctions that did not result or constitute in any tuna, yet may have been blended together to imitate the appearance of tuna. Now, of course, the statement by Subway strongly declines these claims. This is what they said. They said that they simply is no truth in the allegations and that Subway delivers 100% cooked tuna to its restaurants. Okay, that's cool. Well, six months later, a New York Times reporter followed up on the plaintiff's claims and took 60 inches worth of Subway tuna sandwiches to a commercial food testing laboratory from various facilities, three different Subway locations across Los Angeles. No cheese, no dressing, no veggies, nothing. Simply tested the tuna. After months, she got the results back. No tuna DNA was present in any of the samples. And so we obtained no amplification products from any tuna DNA, the email read. Therefore, we cannot identify the species that is in this tuna salad. Now, the lab did suggest that the tuna could have been so heavily processed that the species could have just basically not been able to be ID'd because it was so processed. But there was no tuna in any of the Subway sandwiches. Now, again, I'm not saying this is what Subway knows is going on. But what I'm saying is now multiple labs have said the exact same thing. I've never been a big supporter of Subway. They're an extremely anti-Second Amendment company. They've actually asked their clients in some of the states that their open carry laws are prevalent. They've asked that they are not allowed to open carry in Subway sandwich stores. They've asked them. This is why I'm not a supporter whatsoever of Subway. I've told you repeatedly, you cannot, under any circumstances, call yourself a patriot while you still support companies that you know to be diametrically opposed against your beliefs. Now, I get it. There's some companies that get bought out. Stuff happens you don't even know about. That's one thing. But when companies come out and blatantly say things publicly, God, you can't support that. You can't support that. What do you think, Dan? Well, honestly, I mean, Subway, you know, at one time, you know, 40 years ago, they actually came out with some pretty good stuff. And then they had that one guy they hired as a spokesperson who turned out to be a known pedophile. I think he's still in prison. And I mean, you know, they're extremely liberal. They're anti-gun. I would not eat at them. I would not eat at a Subway restaurant for anything. Uh, they have draconian enforcement measures as far as their franchises and how they treat their people that I, I've known people who own, who've owned several Subway franchises and it was pretty awful. And I've known people who've owned several Subway champ franchises that have all gone out of business. And so it's, it's a weird situation with a company like that. It really is. So are they owned by State Street, BlackRock, Vanguard? I don't know. You guys can check it out for me. I don't know. But the reality is, is that this group of people that run the planet, they kind of run everything. And now they're telling us that, you know, there's no, Tuna and Subway's tuna. You know, don't get me wrong. I'm not. A, I'm not a big tuna fan, anyhow, because of the mercury content and the way a lot of it is harvested, killing a lot of dolphins. But the reality is, is that 
you kind of need to put some tuna in your tuna sandwich if you're going to make one. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to call it a tuna sandwich. So I don't know. Now, also, I want to say one more thing to you real quick today because, you know, it's been one of those shows. Germany is now supposedly hitting a new COVID case, COVID record cases in 24 hours. As Angela Merkel, who has done everything she could, the hardcore communist Merkel raised in hardcore communist eastern Germany, has pretty much done her duty now and destroyed Germany and destroyed the productivity of the country. And now they're going to be locking everything down again as the COVID cases hit records with the test of the tests that don't even work. I mean, this is the most amazing thing. Is they've known now the tests don't work. They're getting rid of the tests by the end of this year. They're doing a different type of test, but they're saying, oh, by the way, we have record cases of COVID. No, you don't. What you have is record cases of people who are having reactions to the vaccines being hospitalized with COVID-like symptoms, apparently. I don't know. But the reality is that the population of this planet is fixing to be decimated because this is what they've decided to do. So we're having this giant blood sacrificing ritual that we're doing all over the world right now to appease the demonic entities that we talked about earlier who run the planet. That's why our battle is not against flesh and blood. We've got to remember that, guys. We've got to stay in prayer. I had the opportunity to pray for you this morning. And I want you to know something. I love you. I do. You guys are awesome. Oh, my gosh. The support we get on the ST Brower Instagram account is amazing. Thank you for signing up for that so we can stay in personal contact with you. And, yes, I do the best I possibly can, and so does Sharon, to answer every one of you guys individually when we can do it. Of course, sometimes we get overwhelmed, like with my birthday greeting, and sometimes it's very difficult to do that. So thank you guys for supporting the Ted Austin Brower Show. And, guys, listen to me. When you do something as simple as buying your multiple vitamins or your toothpaste or your whatever from us, just if everybody listening right now just bought one thing a month, we're not asking you to send us money, though a lot of you do that. And I really appreciate it because it helps to support the cost of the show. But if you just buy one or two things a month and just do that, that's already in your budget that you're already spending it on, it'll change everything here as far as keeping the show coming to you without having to get advertisers and sponsors that I can guarantee you will tell us what we can and can't say, so I won't put up with it. I love you guys. I appreciate you so much. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Also, go ahead and finish it up. Well, that's exactly right. There's a reason why we don't have ads. There's a reason why we don't have sponsors. This is fully self-funded by healthmasters.com, and I appreciate the support as well. I sincerely do. We try to do the best we can to take care of our customers. I have people call up all the time. I was on emails yesterday talking to customers, trying to give them heads up on stuff that's going on. We do the best we possibly can. We try. We're a small company. We're family-owned. We have no investors. We have no sponsors, and there's a reason why. It's not because we're trying to be cocky or arrogant or anything like that. It's exactly what Dad said. There's always strings attached with money. You start getting people involved in sponsors, in ads, in investments, and what happens is they start telling you what you can and can't say. Personally, watch this now with alternative media hosts that I know. They start talking about stuff that's foreboding. No, you can't talk about that. We're gonna we're gonna pull your four, five, six thousand dollar a month ad sponsorship. We're not gonna we're not gonna give you that money anymore. There's a reason why seventy percent of the mainstream outlets income is from Big Pharma. They control the narrative. That's why nobody talks about Pfizer or BlackRock or Vanguard or Moderna on any of the mainstream media. There's a reason why 
they talk about repeatedly on commercials. All the different drugs you can take to make you feel like death while they show you photos of people running through fields with butterflies as they list the side effects quickly. It's psychological, my friends. Once you understand that, you realize exactly what's happening. Thank you again for the support. Attention Factor, product of the week, one of my favorite products. You guys know it. I live by it. Great product on sale right now. Also, too, be sure to check out our November sale, D3K2. Everybody's been asking for it, trying to stay stacked up on it. I put it on sale for 20% off on the front page of the website. So be sure to check it out. It's only going to be going on for a very short period of time. I don't do this very often because there's not much margin at that price. But I want to make sure everybody has the ability to stay healthy and stay strong with the K2D3 10,000. This is why it's so important that everybody continues to keep their immune system strong because – It's not going to stop, as I said before. This isn't going to end. It's not going to stop because you comply. It's not going to stop because you submit. It's only going to stop when everybody says no. And that's a fact, as we have clearly seen. The mask, the shots, the compliant peasantry, none of it is going to slow anything down. Florida is the lowest COVID case state in the entire country now. Florida. There's a reason why. People stop testing. There's a reason why. Because people aren't getting sick. There's a reason why. Because people are realizing there's no reason to go to the store and get a test for something you don't even know you have anymore. Thank you, my friends. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. You guys stay strong. Stay safe. I'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.